0: This is this, 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 this,
1: this, Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Welcome to podcast episode 257. This one dedicated to the world of boxing. We are the Fight Disciples and you can get this multi-award winning nonsense on iTunes. Uh, please subscribe. Uh, via iTunes or via our website, fightdisciples.com, where you can get all Android feeds. And there's loads of stuff on our YouTube channel, at Fight Disciples. And you can also get us on other social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Fight Disciples. It's all there for you. Hopefully I've explained everything. Let's get on with the nonsense that was the weekend. And obviously looking forward to another fantastic weekend, which involves Vasil Lomachenko. Speaking of YouTube, there's a lovely... Well, there's two interviews actually up there. Not once, twice. We give Mm -hmm. it to you twice. Uh, so Lomachenko's on our YouTube to, uh, channel On two separate occasions
1: As is Isaac Dog Yes he is, this weekend Isaac Dog up there as well
0: He's doing bits uh, this weekend as well And we're also going to drop a UFC interview this week With Jimmy Manoa, who's fighting Fingers uh, crossed in, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know if he's landed in Toronto We've yet have been here before
0: um, <laughs> But we'll talk about that on our UFC show So make sure you uh, get stuck into it Now then, my boy the reason why we are delayed in releasing this this week is yeah. because tell uh, the people what you did is because Nick refused to pick me up from the airport. Everybody knows that when Nick goes abroad, the first person he rings is taxi driver Catterall. Come yeah. and get me at the airport. When I do that to Nick, he goes, "Where are you?" And I told him, "Well, it is a little bit longer. It's it's not Manchester or Liverpool. I've flown into Heathrow. Can you come and get me?" No. Absolutely not Fucking sort yourself out Is basically what he told me to do
1: What kind of a clown Flies in and out of London A clown that didn't pay for his show, own flight fucking I, did, I was out there
0: working I don't get to choose do I I went to the, on, on, on behalf of a media entourage From London mate You know what I mean Should have dictated the place listen, You know. Listen I'm not at that stage yet Where I can Shouldn't dictate them that stuff about,
1: This is multi award winning content We're mm, making here mm, Denying mm. the people mm. um, Where do you want to start with this do you know what? Before we get stuck into it, let's start with Adonis Stevenson and send some positive vibes out in that direction because it got lost over the weekend. And yeah. obviously, Superman getting stopped by Govodskig in the eleventh round, losing his WBC title. But then, you know, tragically, really, he's 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 been put into a enforced coma. Yeah, in, I'm, in, I, uh, in I, was read,
0: I was reading last night that the. It is, it is starting to get more positive. Yes. I think they've taken him out. He's not out. critical anymore. I think they've taken him out of that, and he's now, like you just said, he's not critical, but he is still quite serious yeah. as to where he's at this moment in time. Um, so, yeah, every fight disciple sending love Adonis Stevenson's way. Obviously, we know him quite well from his uh, battles with uh, Tony Bellew from down the years. Um, the fight itself, I actually caught it pre-watching um, what I watched at the weekend over in the States. Yeah. I actually thought the fight was really, really good. It was really competitive yeah. knock, and I thought... I think the judges had him up actually at the time of the knockout, he did. didn't they?
1: But, you know, he's a 41 year old man, and I think down the stretch, 41 years started to catch up on him, yep. which is something we've not really seen from Superman before because Stevenson's so powerful, he, he generally blasts people away. But, you know, even when he went the uh, he went the distance with Badu Jack, he just seemed to have a little bit more in the tank. But mm. he, he looked every, down the stretch, he looked every inch as 41 years. And. Mm. You know, it was a it was a brutal finish in the end. And you know, I, I tweeted at the time because obviously in the immediate aftermath he walked back to the dressing room. There was no, there was no kind of initial fears. There was any issues. But you know, I tweeted straight away and was like, "That's what happens when the predator sticks around long enough. He becomes the prey." And that was kind. Of, it was an Adonis Stevenson style finish. Yeah, on Adonis Stevenson. You know, but. Anyway, right now the result means absolutely nothing. We just want to hopefully see Stevenson make a full recovery.
0: Mm. And we will keep you up to date with the developments uh, regarding his recovery on our social media feed, so make sure you're all over that, all right, at Fight Disciples. Uh, now, as I alluded to at the start of the show, the reason why there is a slight delay in the release of our episodes—if this is the first time you've ever come across us—we're normally bang on the money, ready for you, 12 a.m. midnight on a Tuesday. Boom, there's your new episode. Uh, but we're 12 hours delayed, mainly because I decided to just have a little bit of extra time out in Los Angeles, California,
1: Hollywood Cattle. That's, that's your it, new nickname now, it. Hollywood, Hollywood Cattle,
0: hanging out with the very best. If you've been keeping up to date with our social media over the last week or so, hey, eh? oh, ho, 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 ho! doing all right, hey. You haven't seen our social media this morning where
1: I'll just quote Isra Cody said to me, if he turns up in shades, please punch him. <laughs> Referencing yourself. Luckily, you didn't turn up nope. in shades, so you mm. got away with it. You, you... What's
0: this weather all about? It's bloody Baltic oh, outside, man. Hell. There's fucking fog everywhere. For five days, There's have fog we? everywhere, man. I've been in flip-flops and shorts for a week. That's what <laughs> I've been doing, lad. <laughs> hanging oh, at... look like page six of the Giacomo hey, catalogue, hey, have hey, you? right, I've got a plenty of good stories to drop throughout the course of this. Here's the first one. Check this out, right? So... I'm ringside, mm-hmm. the person sat next to, there's, there's several people sat around me, of which I'll get to later, but uh, the one that took my breath away, because I wasn't expecting him to come and sit next to me, was the one and only Mr. Vinnie Jones, right? Bullet Tooth Tony. That's it, Bullet Tooth Tony rocks up. He rocks up with a few of his pals. All right, mate, how are you? I think this is my seat here. Fucking hell, there's a right set of cunts in here. isn't there? <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> you'll do for me, then. Come and sit next to me. <laughs> Sits next to us, right? And obviously, he attracts a bit of attention. He's a Hollywood superstar now. He's uh-huh. doing his production out there and on what have you.
1: Yep. And the Juggernaut, wasn't he? Wasn't he the Juggernaut
0: no, in the Marvel Joe, movies? That's, that's Joe Joyce. Don't get, listen, we'll get to him <laughs> later on. Mexican Joe,
1: right? Was the Juggernaut there so, to support the Juggernaut?
0: Yes, he was. Um, now, a few people obviously spotted Vinny and they came over for a picture with him and they're all getting the selfies and all this type of stuff. One American, right, hey guys, can I have a picture of you two? And I went, must be a fight disciple. Here we go. <laughs> so they get in the middle of me and Vinny and yeah. ask, he, he asked these missus to take a picture. So he takes a picture of me and Vinny, and I'm like going, all right, mate, yeah, sound like thinking that he listens to the show or something. And he goes, I loved you guys in Lockstock," And I went, all right. Vinny didn't say fuck all. Vinny's pissing himself, but he didn't say fuck all. He's like, oh, I might, yeah, you have, not just so saying you know, all this. Sends this geezer on his way. And he goes, you look not unlike Stephen Graham. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he goes, I think that camp thought you were Turkish, <laughs> <laughs> and I went. I'll take it all day, mate. Fucking right! I will text them all it, yeah. day long. Fucking right! You there? Will. You go, mate. That's why it is. Stay them and finish. We're there. <laughs> That's only one part of the story. More I'll Stephen say. Graham than Jason Statham. Mate, I've got to be honest. Fucking no, hell, Let me tell you about it. Anyway, um, let's get stuck into it. The fight. I have never been in a place where the, the atmosphere has literally felt like I was in Benidorm. It was Just it, bonkers. it was crazy. 8,000 travellers strong. By the way, I know a lot of people in the travelling community maybe have um, or get a bad reputation from the mainstream media. I never saw an ounce of trouble out there. Absolutely. Even when their man was robbed, and we'll talk yeah. about it later on, mm-hmm. not one ounce of trouble. No. Nope. Top lads. I've been on the piss with a few <laughs> of them. Really, really good set of people. Yeah. And they behave themselves impeccably. And the atmosphere that they created at the Ring Walk. I'll never, ever forget it. When he dropped, right, obviously we, we give you a preview of the ring walk last week, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, obviously the, uh, the uh, I'm going to take along with Jesus and all that type of stuff, bit into a bit of Rihanna. But then the last minute flip, and this was, uh, this was Tyson's thought process. He goes, I need to create a party. I need to create something on my yep. way out because I knew that Deontay was going to do something fucking mad. Mm-hmm. So when he dropped this, I was like, what? We're off to Falaraki! And the gaff just went off. The Americans around us going, Never heard of this. What's this? And I went, It's fucking Will Griggs on fire, son! Check this out! It's going to go right off! And it did. It went absolutely off. And I don't know if you heard it. I don't know if it came through on the TV. Oh, it was fucking blasting! But they changed the words to "Furies on fire." Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Well, that, well,
1: you couldn't tell on the track. It just sounded like the whole arena was singing. Well, mate. "Furies on fire." Yeah, they changed it on the track. Was it on so, the track as yeah. well? Yeah, so yeah. It
0: Wicked. was going absolutely mental, and he was looking like I
1: knew you'd love it. I knew. I was thinking this is a fucking flashback to Castle oh, standing behind the desk. That's it. In some CD nightclub that's in
0: Stockport <laughs> back in '99 or whatever it was. That's it, man. Jesus, it was going. It was going off, and to watch him. Because he was walking in at the opposite side of me, so I could only see him on the screen until he got to the ring. So wh- I was watching at the screen. I went, "This fucker's mad for this." Yeah, yeah, he is. It reminded me so much of being in Dusseldorf. Do you remember watching him make that ring walk in Dusseldorf? And he just took a moment, didn't he? He put his arms out, shut his eyes, and like, br- like it was like he's breathing it in, sucked it in. Yeah. yeah, and I'm thinking, look at the atmosphere in here. Look at what mm-hmm. you've created. You've been away for such a long period of time, and for him to just say it was like. Do you remember when Connor walked out? And all right, he got beat off. No man, we get off, but. When he walked out, he went, "I'm home." It was yeah, like yeah. that moment. He's Close. like going, "This fucker's built for this."
1: Kind of like when Bell you walked out and stopped in front of the the Gladys Street of yeah. Park and and sucked it all in. Certain people, that's that, that's that champion mindset in it. That's that elite fighter mindset. Because funny in the aftermath now that Deontay Wilder's come out and said, I, I, "It wasn't my best performance. It was a, it was a terrible performance, and that was because the moment got to me. There was so much pressure, and you know it was that." And you think. I know that's just an excuse, don't get me wrong, but you're basically highlighting the fact that you're saying the moment was too big for you. There is no moment too big for Tyson Fury. He's made for those moments. There's certain fighters who are made for the biggest moments possible, the most pressure, the most everything. He lives in that moment. That's where he's happiest. And his performance was just fucking absolutely mesmerising. It was one of them where you get five or six rounds and you think, yeah, of course, of course this was going to happen. Of course, this was going to happen. This is what he does. Yeah. This is what he does. But unlike a lot of Tyson Fury fights, it was fucking, you couldn't take your eyes off it. You absolutely couldn't take your eyes off it. Listen, it was for most of us, it was half past four, quarter five in the morning yeah. here in the UK. Not for me, mate.
0: Not for me. I'll... You're
1: sitting there. Well, I had a better view than you, though, I will say that. <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're fucking, your balls are tingling, head on the back of your neck standing up. And you know, I was just like, "Fucking hell! This is the moment. This is on. Un- what I'm seeing here. What I'm seeing this man do. Yeah. After the last three years of his life, to be doing this against the so-called most dangerous. Well, the most dangerous he heavyweight in the There's world. The, he's not the so-called. Of course, he still is. That them shots. That that shot he landed in the eleventh. Well, let's get there. Let's get there first. But so, at home, I'm halfway through the fight. I've got the commentary
0: team on from BT Sport who are obviously, you know, You, you, very... te- you text me during the fight, mm-hmm. right? And what you said to me, I was like going, are you fucking for real? Because I didn't know what, I didn't know that that was going on regarding people, the way that they were scoring of the fight. Yeah, yeah. You're ah. just scoring it yourself. Maybe you've got Vinny's yeah. opinion. Maybe you was sitting to your left, by the way. What was his opinion? Terrence. Fucking Terrence. T- Terry knew. Terry, <laughs> knew. Terry knew what was going down, man. Hey, bud. <laughs> me and Bud. That's it. But that was it because
1: I'm sitting there at home. I've got BT Sports feeding me information. Then they're going, I, 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 you know, we're vindicated because Showtime are scoring at the same of us. Yeah, they did. So, Showtime have got it five to one or whatever it was.
0: At, at, at round six, Showtime, on the big screen, Showtime's card went up on the big screen. Yeah. I don't know who the judge was. I could just see Showtime's card and it came up and I, and I looked at it. Five-one. Was it five-one or four-two? I can't remember what they had. I thought it was four-two that I saw, yeah. but it was definitely Fury was up yeah, at, yeah. at six. And, like, everybody around me is, like, going, what? Like, all the yeah, Americans around us. By the way, I had a better seat than uh, Lorenzo Fatita, who was sat behind me. And Ooh, I went, he's man. a fucking billionaire, this fucker, <laughs> yeah." And at the end, his mate, oh, I'll get to this later on, but I was having a row with his mate as to, how's Wilder not Well, that? He knocked him down twice. I went, do you fucking know boxing, mate? Right? Anyway, we'll get to that. You're clueless. But everybody around was, like, surprised. But he was up. That Tyson was up. That Tyson was up. Because I was mainly in an American contingent I think, around me.
1: Yeah, I think what you'll probably find is, though, as well, your view, as I say, your view wasn't as good as our view at home. Wilder was unloading, but he was fucking eating fresh air with most Oh, no, most no, of no. It. I saw that. He was eating fresh That's air. That's what I was
0: arguing with him for. Tyson was just fucking slipping out the way of shots. Absolutely. There was a lot of people, like, every time Wilder went um, or, or looked aggressive, they were go wow, wait, and I'm going... What are you getting excited for? He hasn't fucking landed anything. He's he's Absolutely. wafting fresh air. Yeah, yeah. And like Vinny's like going, these What are these fuckers on? Like giving it exactly as as what you were just saying there. He was wafting fresh air, and therefore at the end of the fight, I actually said to one of the lads, I went, "This is going to be a fucking draw here." That knocked down. Well, it,
1: you said that last week on the show, anyway. Yeah. You said,
0: "Get your money on a draw." I did, um, but it wasn't a draw. No, it was but it, but I said to the lad next to me. T- Terence I said this is going to be a draw here, Tez <laughs> and he just looked at me and he went you reckon and I went I promise you this is going to be a draw and even Terence thought Tyson was miles ahead Yeah. but he just when it came out he looked at me and I went I could just tell just tell with the way that they were taking so long to come out with yeah. the cards and all that type of stuff
1: well come on to the fact that it was a draw but even during the fight though you know soft shite over at ESPN who's just the fucking who's the biggest joke in boxing now I tweeted the weekend and was like you may as well go and work for Ring Magazine. You're that much of a corrupt piece of shit. Mm. You can't even score a fight and he's the lead boxing
0: correspondent for
1: ESPN. Yeah, yeah. what.
0: Do you know something? I had a conversation with him during the week and the conversation was going really, really well. Yeah. This was part for a radio show. It was going really, really well. And at the end he went, do you know something? You can just be around the fight you can just tell what's going to happen. And I thought, well, I can't tell what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I said, I can understand maybe where you're coming from, that Wilder's got the power and he could chin him. Yeah. But... I'm thinking that Tyson Fury is going to dance around him for for 12 rounds. And um, when, at the end, when you, sorry, you text me telling me what his scorecard was. This is where we got off track there. So you told me what his scorecard was. And then the penny dropped in my head. Back to that conversation. It's like he'd already scored the fight. Exactly, He'd already scored it. He'd already thought, well, Wilder's just going to batter him.
1: Yeah. In his mind, Wilder pressing forward, even though he was missing. Even though he was winging in wild shots and Fury was just fucking ghosting out the way in his mind, and I think a lot of people's minds, yeah, another another round for Wilder, and you're not even watching it. You're not even watching it as a as an in, a impartial watching an impartial fan to go, wow, okay. I, and that's why I think a lot of Brits got it right, not because we're biased, but because if anything, when I score a fight, I always think that if I if I score a fight and it's against someone who I know, especially personally who I know. I always give the other guy a bit more. Yeah. I always go like that was a close round, so I'm gonna give that to the other guy then. Yeah, 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 Do you know what I mean? I just don't especially think... if it's abroad. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think Yanks think like that. It's like, oh yeah, well he was on the front foot. It means fuck all. Yeah. It's a you know, the 10-9 scoring system is fucking plain and simple. Watch it for three minutes who landed the most punches in those three minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Oh, right doesn't matter who slip shots. doesn't matter who miss shots. Right. Who lands the most punches. So what was your score? So my score at the end
0: of the fight? Yeah. So I'd scored it um, three rounds to Wilder. Including the knockdown ones or not? Yeah, yeah. Including the knockdown rounds. Right, so I two, give him three rounds. So two ten eights 10-8s and one ten nine. Yes, sir. Okay, all right. And I give Tyson the other nine rounds. So you were 115, 111.
1: Potentially an argument for Wilder. Four rounds at most.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'd done, right? And this is, again, going to the leniency thing. But again, that's what... 6 points in total yeah. against 8 points
1: for Tyson that's you know it's,
0: so so still mine, let Tyson win it by two fucking so mine was 114-112 and very similar to what you just said I've given yeah. him two 10-8s and do you know something mate? there's even an argument in the 10-8s in, in round say, 9 Tyson wins the round that, apart from the flash knockdown yeah. he wins the that's round it. 9 that's so it. that actually
1: is a 9-9 nine nine in my opinion there you
0: go there's an argument for that so 100% one of the lads at BT gave me gave me the fight on a on a USB so I could watch it on the plane on the way back so I've, we've got it on the laptop and watch it. it said right I'm gonna score this now, and I'm gonna proactively score this for Wilder. Yep. First round goes, and I went, I'm gonna give that a 10-10. <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though on the night I thought, well, Wilder's not done fuck all there, really. And Tyson's probably landed a jab a couple more times. It's probably Tyson's round.
1: Yeah. Last so, 30 seconds, he stole the first round. Easy. So
0: second mm-hmm. so second round comes in. I went, right, I'll give that Wilder. He actually looked decent in the second round. His jab was knocking about. I thought, yeah, okay. Third round, well, that's Tyson's round. So I'll give that to Tyson. Yeah. Fourth round. I'll give that back to Wilder. After that, I did not give him a round until the ninth. Mm-hmm. And even the ninth, right? I'm thinking, fucking hell, I, I forgot how much Tyson dominated this round. Exactly. He's absolutely dominated it. He's got a flash knockdown, got back up and put it on him. And Again. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I'll, maybe it's a 9 9 that, but fuck it, I'll give it a 10 8. <laughs> so I gave it a 10 8. Tyson then batters him to um, 11 at 10, 10 and 11. 11. Mm-hmm. 12, he's the aggressor, gets chinned. Gets back up and then chin, puts it back on him in the last bit of the fight. 60 seconds after he
1: gets up and God only knows how he got up. That was just fucking crazy. 20 years of, of watching boxing as a, as a journalist. I've never seen anyone get knocked down that heavy before. I've seen people get knocked out on the feet and then as their head hits the canvas, it's welcome them back up, up yeah. and get up. But I've never seen someone take a right and a left, go down, hit the canvas and be out. La la land, gone. Tweety Bird's above the head and all that. Imagine being in the arena. And then getting to six, and he, and he just fucking just undertakes, the, undertakes the fuck out what of it. What does he do? He undertakes the fuck out of it. So Every commentator, including P, it's over, it's over, it's done, it's over. And I've watched the Showtime commentary as well. Mamma Mia! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maron Ronaldo, all them losing their shit. And the best thing about the American commentary is Paulie Malinaggi. when Malinaggi's just like... He's gone up. He's up. He's up. He's up. <laughs> he's up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the memes of Deontay Wilder's face go. What the fuck? That's amazing. Where Wilder's just blowing kisses to his corn, and he's like doing this moonwalk thing and all that. And then he just looks to his left, and it's like he's just seen the devil. You know what I mean? He's just seen like the monster rise. I, I don't. I don't know if. Did you see him do the cutthroat? You, I did, um, did you see him do
0: the cutthroat I celebration? I think so,
1: yeah, yeah. Just after he goes down, he walks to his corner, and does it, the cutthroat, it, and then starts mate, walking away. he is
0: off, right? Because yeah, on yeah. that side of the ring, Errol Spence is the Floyd... The, every, every, the who's who of boxing are on that side of the ring, right? And the Errol Spence, I've seen his Instagram since. Errol Spence, is going wild for Wilder, thinking, yeah, he's going to knock him out. He's obviously put a few quid on it, all this type of stuff. And he's landed that left hook, and he is... Out. Tyson is out. He's out cold for five, six seconds, as you've just described. Yep. Wilder's walked off, right? He's giving it the celebration. He's giving it the cutthroat. He's moonwalking around. Then all of a sudden... Oh! Molina, is going fucking crazy in the corner. Really he, going? He's up! He's up! Wilder's face looks over there. The crowd—I can't, I cannot describe what it was At like. At that time, did was the crowd realizing? Oh shit! He's going to get up! and wh- He's going to get up! He's going to what?
1: to Because it was finished. That was like the fight's over. The fight. In my mind, I'm like, oh, you bastard! We were
0: fucking twenty two minutes away. Yeah, yeah. Bastard! And then it was like, huh? Well, what happened was, what? A lot of Wilder's family and friends piled forward. So they are like, in the aisles and everywhere. They were basically right on the ring side, right next to me. They'd all piled in. The crowd's going crazy. I had to get on my seat, and as I got on my seat, I'm yelling over the top of going, HE'S UP! HE'S UP! THE MOTHERFUCKER'S UP! COME ON, Tyson!" UP! And he's, there, he's, like, having a bit of a walk to one side of the ring, another side of the ring, and then he put it on him. Yeah. And I'm, like, going, YEAH! <laughs> Put his hands behind his back and start up. <laughs> I'm like, mate, you're a fucking icon.
1: You absolute gangster
0: Tyson Fury. Absolutely
1: unreal. Put it on him. Do you know what, though? All the credit in the world, all the credit in the world has to go to referee Jack Reese because to continue that count when he gets down on top of Tyson. You can see he's out. And he's gone. His eyes are closed. To continue, most most referees then I truly believe just go, bomb, get, get, get medical in here now. He's asleep, fucking wave it straight off. But he doesn't. He's counting. He's counting in at six when Tyson's eyes open. No, oh, Hang on a minute. When Tyson's eyes open... Also... <laughs> also, I'm thinking, I can't even get up in four seconds. I can't get up off my back in four seconds. Do you know what it was like? I've and I'm not fucking six foot seven and the, 250 pounds whatever the Tyson gre- is. The, do
0: you know what it reminded me of? And I've seen so many memes. This is basically, last year, if you were listening to the show on a regular basis, you will know that uh, Nick does the... Uh, Roast potato challenge on Christmas Day, right? I would never got up. Wait a minute. This is what's happened, right? So Nick's had a full turkey dinner. He's done 18 spuds. He's led on the couch. His mum brings out pudding. Yeah, the cheese board. <laughs> <laughs> what's, Bit that? Of brie? what's that? What's <laughs> that? Bit of brie? I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Get that cheddar on, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! He's up! That's He's up! It he was gone! He was out of the game! That's so <laughs> true. Honestly. That is so true. You've had, a, you've had an absolute fucking skimful uh. and then all of a sudden you hear, you hear your wife going through your phone. What? What? Get up! Get up quick! Get up! I'm just going to use your phone a sec. No! <laughs> He's up! He's up! I'm up! I'm up! I'm up! My I'm up! I'm up! The,
1: the cheese thing is actually, it's as fuck, man. I'm like Grampy Rabbit with cheese. That's it. It, oh was, uh, it was it was insane, absolutely incredible. And you know what? Then let's move on to the the bullshit now. Then because this is what killed me most is that a minute after he's showboating, a minute after that the round ends, and now I'm fucking jumping around my living room. Mate. I'm freaking out. I'm
0: jumping everywhere. Everyone's gone bonkers, and I'm I'm thinking he's done it, man. He's done it. Well, this is it. I'm th- I'm trying to work out the maths in my head. Then right. So I'm thinking, right, where, where, where am I at with the score? Where am I at with the score? That It's got to be a 10-8. They're yep. going to give it a 10-8. No question, it's going to be a 10-8. So does that level it up? Oh, what's it going to be doing? What's it going to be doing? And then it's, they started delivering for such a long period of time. And I think I'd worked it out that he'd won by two points in my head. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's it. Going in, I was like, he's
1: easy. He's easy forward up here. He's easy for. So I'm not panicking. All right. He's four up. No problem. We've just got to stay on our feet. And then he, I, When he hit him, I thought, it's over so, and then when he's getting up, I'm thinking, come on, son, come on,
0: Mickey loves you, you bum, <laughs> you son Mickey of a loves you, get bitch. up, you <laughs> bum. You get up, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and when Mickey he gets back to his you.
1: feet and the fucking fight continues, I'm like, we've done it, we've done get it. Get
0: up, you son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I think everyone in Britain went for, wanted to be a gypsy then. That's I was it. like, I wish I was in a caravan right now i okay, and fucking wrecked the joints man. because we're taking over. The yeah. gypsy king is taking over. And in that moment, I'm like, here it comes. Here's this golden moment where he lifts the belt above his head and then goes, Anthony Joshua, do you want to fight? Fuck off, I'm retiring.
0: Hey!
1: He pisses on everyone. We were
0: were robbed of, even though it still is in that chat for the greatest comeback of all time, right, in the world of boxing, we were robbed of something really, really special. That's what's upsetting me. We were robbed of of one
1: of the greatest moments in modern-day boxing history. We were robbed of one of the greatest comebacks in the history of sport hmm. because of poor je- judging
0: how, again. How do you give that four rounds to Wilder? I've you just, can't. I, again, I said, I, like you a, can't. I'll go back to my, my flight home. Without the knockdowns, that, that guy
1: still would. I think it worked out as a draw. He'd have had it as a draw without the knockdowns. Are you fucking shitting on me? Yeah, yeah. Three, four rounds at most, Wilder won, and... Mm. Without the knockdowns, he doesn't win the ninth. So how the fuck do you give it to Wild? Or how do you, how the hell do you score that a draw without the knockdowns? It's impossible. This is the only way that it happens is that boxing's fucking corrupt. It's fucked. People like Dan Raphael, that twat, and judges and people all know what side the bread is buttered on. So they're premeditated in what they're going to do. If this fight goes all away, well, I'm Wilder, he's Fury, and you're a draw. Like, does that conversation happen? Because there's that much money at the top of this sport. Mm. And once again, listen, I fucking love fight sports with all my heart. That is, This is my passion in life, obviously. But, And I want everyone talking about it. You know, the schoolyard on a Friday, fucking grannies in the Aldi. Everyone was talking about Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But then yesterday's conversations, you know, I was at the match on Sunday in Liverpool... And everyone's fucking talking about it. Everyone's talking about it, but
0: they're talking about it in a 50% way. Fifty percent of the
1: people talking about it are going, "Yeah, that's fucking boxing for you, and it fuck that." Look, how many times are we going to are we going to get screwed? I'm never paying for boxing again. The fuck, fuck that. They're the fans we want. We like this show was designed for non-hardcore boxing fans originally. We yeah. were like, let's fucking make a show for everyone. So. A lot of our listeners might, who might not have been that into boxing that we've taken on this journey with us who are now fucking can't wait, they go, oh, fuck's sake, expected it. You know? yeah, well, it's like Golovkin, Triple G1. There one. you go, I was just trying to bring that one up. Uh, Golovkin, Canelo 1. Yeah. It, how many times do we get these big, big fights and then we get a draw, we get a shitty judge's decision that, one, steals Tyson Fury of fucking one of the greatest moments in sports. Doesn't really tarnish his legacy for me because he fucking won that fight. But they're protecting Deontay Wilder's O, oh, they're protecting the fact that we get a rematch straight away. It's in their interest for this to for Deontay Wilder not to lose, because if Fiori Fury wins, Fiori's the type of person to go, don't give a fuck about a rematch clause, I'm going to go and fight Auntie Joshua. And now they're fucked, now Showtime are out, Wilder's out, all the little fucking twats, they're all out of it. So it's in their interest, to, let's just be bent as fuck, let's pay that judge off. This is what kills boxing. This is why boxing will never be as big as football. And, you know, football is corrupt as fuck, but this is why boxing will always ki- shoot itself in the foot because it's the business. Tris Dixon is a journalist that I massively respect, someone that I used, to, well, I used to be my editor when I worked at Boxing News. Brilliant. And his comments afterwards, he was just like, anyone that knows knows it's the business. And I'm like, yeah, I agree, Tris. I know what you're saying. But should, I, you can't sell that to the rest of the world. No. They, we, sh- we shouldn't fucking stand for it. It shouldn't be the business. We want fair results.
0: And that's what killed me about it. Do you know what, what makes it choked worse? me. Do you know what makes it worse? I mean, you're exactly right. What you've just said, what makes it worse is that all week, a lot of American journalists were saying to me, yeah, it's Wilder, Joshua, in April. It's already done. The fight's done. Now, if Wilder, lo- like you just said, if Wilder is going to that fight without a belt, it don't mean out. No, because they want to sell it as the undisputed champion of the world. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that that fight is done. I know it. Took, I'm, I'm still doubting it because I think it will be Dillian White. That's where I'm at. Yeah. But they were convinced. They were like, "Going, no, it's done. Why aren't you talking about it? It's done. The Deontay Wilder Anthony Joshua fight is done for April at Wembley. Yeah. And make it even worse, Eddie is now in LA. Eddie's in LA now. So yeah. why is he in LA at this moment? So he ain't got an event out there this week.
1: No. Nope. Seeing that he flew out the next day, yeah. It, listen. In the aftermath now, it doesn't surprise me mm. because Deontay Wilder has got to fight Joshua next. Because if he fights Fury, who's going to be sharper, fitter, leaner? Absolutely. He gets fucking schooled again, probably more convincingly this time. In his in his in his mind now, regardless of what bullshit people are blowing up his ass, he knows he starts as a massive underdog against Tyson Fury in a second fight. He knows that Tyson Fury dances around him next time, again. So why why risk it? Why risk the money? Because the money's with Anthony Joshua. We know that. There's more money with Anthony Joshua. Although I would argue that Tyson Fury now. Listen, you were over there. For me, I'm like, is Tyson Fury a bigger star
0: in America than than, than Anthony Joshua is? Not a question about it. Absolutely. There's not a question about it. He is a fucking superstar out there. Yeah. they look, And even more so after that fight. Fuck me. The, so the, the guys'
1: press that, conference and all that, where he started singing American Pie, mate, that's fucking next level. That is absolutely next level. I, straight away, I was like, this guy is so unique. He's such a one... He, we talk about once-in-a-lifetime athletes, and we're blessed like now that we've got half uh, a dozen across different sports. Mm-hmm. I feel like Conor McGregor's one in MMA, and Tyson Fury is absolutely one in boxing. He's so comfortable in the uncomfortable situations And he just comes alive as personality, just
0: fucking shines like a beacon. It's mental. The thing is, from a matchroom point of view now, and I know that loads of people, we get caught up in the hype of a fight that we've just seen and maybe then start throwing shade all over the place. Let's not, listen, we're not throwing shade, and we shouldn't throw shade on anything Anthony Joshua has done at this moment in time. It's very differently managed to where everybody else seems to be in boxing. But at some point, fans are going to get bored of it. Yeah, They're going to get fed up of it. And having watched Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury go at it, we've now got a taste of the best against the best. Yeah, Deontay Wilder, you listen—he ain't going to ever outbox Tyson Fury, but fuck me, has he got some ferocious power? And he will give Anthony Joshua a a, a ton to think about in a fight. There's no yep. question about it. He's mm-hmm. still a legitimate player. He's still the WBC champion. Yeah. Mm. The well, he is. He's still got the belt, right? Mm. But the uh, <laughs> the Anthony for for me now. I'm over all the chat. Anthony Joshua has to take control of his own shit. He's got to put up and shut up now. He's got it, he's got to say, and the problem is with him, is that he's got too many people around him. Absolutely. Eddie's his promoter. He's got a different he's got about 20 people in a management team. There's people yep. pushing him here, pulling him there. They're all getting weighed in. He needs to take control. He said, listen, fuck the negotiations. 50-50. Me and him, get it on, do it at Wembley, sweet as a fucking nut. That's yep. what he should do. He should take full control of the situation and get that on. Now, if that happens in April, fair play, we all... There's, there's coming back from... This is what we need to get out of our heads. There's coming back from a defeat. We Maybe we have a different attitude because we're MMA fans and we're used to seeing kids get knocked out, come back on these great roads and all this type of stuff. There's too much because of the Floyd Mayweather bandwagon. Protecting you all. Know? Protecting that all. That's where the money is. No, it's not. Ali lost, Frazier lost, exactly. Foreman lost, all the it, best lost. Losing
1: defines legacies. Of course it does. Absolutely defines legacies. It's how you come back from a loss that defines you. So, that's that's what's so frustrating about boxing. box. Why, why? I just don't understand the promoter's obsession with scoring fights, these big fights, draws, like being corrupt and at that level. Just let someone lose because as long as it's a great fight, the fans will want to see a rematch anyway. If that, let, let's say they... Fury wins at the weekend. Yeah. There's still a great Call to for go to the rematch because I'm like, he nearly caught him. He nearly got he him. He was four seconds away from getting knocked out. Let's do the rematch. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wilder deserves it because he almost got him. And if Wilder, you know, there's an argument if Wilder had started a bit brighter, if he'd have let, you know, if he'd have caught up with Tyson a bit sooner, if he'd have done this, done that. It's all ifs buts and maybes. But I. I don't come away with a sour taste like I have done from the weekend because of
0: corrupt judging. Yeah, yeah. I go, whoa, fucking hell, that was amazing. Deontay was two minutes away. And what, you, what we come away from at the weekend... let me see everything Deontay believed, bounce back now. Yeah, everything that we believed is, is, is confirmed. I've always thought Deontay Wilder is the most dangerous heavyweight because of his one-punch knockout power. I've always thought Tyson Fury is the best boxer in the division. And I've always thought that Anthony Joshua was the best finisher in the division. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's changed. Those three dynamics are still there. So if anything, listen. I
1: think if if AJ fights anybody but one of these two in April, not interesting. It's not going to sell out. No, I I just don't think Wembley sells out. I don't think. I think even a lot of fans now, even though AJ sells to fucking people who've never been to boxing before, I think even them are engaged enough to know, wow, that was amazing. What just happened there? AJ, get in this mix. Get it. You, should, get in you need to fight part. one of those yeah, two. Yeah, get in yeah. One of these prove to us that you're better than them because they're they're saying they're the best in the world. So, even if Dill- Dillian White looks amazing against Chisora, it Doesn't means matter. fuck all. He's still, se- he's still a he's still a BT fighter yeah. compared to these three. So, I listen. I think it makes perfect sense for Deontay Wilder to fight AJ next. Yeah, I don't think Fury will be looking to rush back No he won't in April anyway I think Fury probably looking at six, eight months before he fights again timing of which could be perfect
0: so and this is the thing a lot of people keep saying again on the plane going well he needs to be active doesn't he he's been out. No, listen this is Tyson Fury he's just come back from three years out he's fought fucking nobody and then he's gone in and done that He's a fighting man. He, exactly. His IQ is ridiculously exactly. good. It he only he, took him about two rounds to blow the rust off and he were in. Exactly. Away he went. So he, he'll probably
1: have two or three months off now. Then he'll get back in the back in the gym with Ben. And yep. by the way, fucking kudos, tip what, your hat, everything else, Ben Davison right, answered every fucking question. Questions from us as well.
0: Of course. Because we, we, because we were because two questions ago, as much as anybody else. Two years ago when he cornered Billy Joe Sonas, we yep. were on here calling him a Tawi reject. Exactly, right? yeah. In that two-year period, Ben and... I've interviewed him about four times last week. He sp- he's bang on. He speaks brilliantly. He's fantastic with the media. He's boxing brain. He's obviously gone away, studied, learned, and, and, and developed as, as himself. He's a candidate for trainer of the year, mate. He's right up there. Absolutely yeah. superb.
1: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I think, obviously, the game plan was absolutely perfect. They did a lot of stuff that a lot of, you know, everyone I was speaking to in the build-up, I've seen Jamie Moore talking about it. Everyone was saying, oh, Tyson just needs to keep it long use that southpaw stance do this he didn't do that he put it on him he didn't do that he did he did the one thing that you would thought he wouldn't do and that was he went forward against the puncher you know he wasn't just waiting to counter he was aggressive as well he was aggressive with that right hand every
0: time every time that Deontay did land and it was very minimal but every time he landed. Tyson answered with a combo. Yeah, that's yeah. my that's my only critic of Deontay Wilder, right? Because he did so many great things in the fight. There's a lovely on three separate occasions he got he caught Tyson with a left up to the body, and the way that he shut the distance down with his feet, I thought fucking brilliant. Why didn't you follow it up? Yeah, he doesn't know. Why don't he's, he's single shots constantly? Get I'm it. thinking if you put more together, mate, you'd be a better, you'd be miles better.
1: Yeah, but then again, it's one of them. Do you throw combinations against Tyson Fury <laughs> because if you miss, you get it. Mm. So I, I thought. Fury was outstanding. To be honest with you, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, again, I'm devastated. I'm devastated that we're not sitting here now talking about one of the greatest performances in of in modern day history of a British boxer abroad. Again, about Tyson Fury, he was. The moment has been stolen away from him, from mm. corrupt by corruption. Mm. And anyone that agrees with it or agrees with the decision, um, for me, you're just as fucking bad as anybody else. Especially if you work in this industry. Um. Welcome to America, Joe Joyce. Yeah, big Joe. Didn't catch up with him. No, I was, I was excited to see you, Joe Joyce. They
0: sometimes turned down an interview. Listen, I am the most fake person in the world. <laughs> there wasn't an opportunity for me and Joe to sit down throughout the course of the week, right? At the end of the fight, after he had knocked that kid out yep. in devastating Started fashion, him. right? And I hadn't heard him speak yet because <laughs> I cleared off to the park straight after the fight. I saw him backstage and he was doing, I think he was doing something with an American uh, TV company. I interrupted the interview, gave him the fist bump, and I went, That was outstanding, mate. Absolutely outstanding. What's going on, Joe? Bang, give him the fist bump and cleared off. But then I went to his press conference and I went, Ah, <laughs> here he is. Here he is. Here's Joe. <laughs> Here's yeah, the yeah. man. The performance, I, you can't fault it. It no. was absolutely outstanding. But, mm-hmm. Joe, come on, son, right? Grow a set. Yeah. Just fucking name someone. Yep. Get on the mic and rock it out. Do a bit. He was in the press conference afterwards, right? And they asked him who he wanted. And he goes, well, I'm up for anybody. I'll fight Fuck anybody and all this job. type of stuff. Uh, they call... And then he went, you know, they, uh, they call me the juggernaut. They call me Mexican Joe. And I went, no, they don't. Nobody's calling <laughs> you that. You're calling yourself that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Mexican Jaw." Oh, fuck's sake. But in the ring, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. He was outstanding. And another thing, I want to take my hat off to uh, Jason Wellborn. Didn't think he had a cat and house chance, mate.
1: Mate, he took it to uh, Jarrett Herd, he didn't He took, took it to, to my to... man. Listen, you can't. <clears throat> There's A lot of people throwing shade on him just just Why? for even fucking taking this fight. Absolute joke. Of course, you're going to take take on the guy who's the number one in the division. We knew he would be completely outmatched. We knew he... this was all about levels. But when you when you get the opportunity to fight for the whale title on the uh, biggest card of the year. And it's in the Staples Centre in LA, and you're just a fucking lad, a brummy from the Midlands. Mate, you just... All you, all you can do is go for it, and he went for it. Do so you know, can't do you know, knock him for that. Do you know some he it? fucking went for it. He WP- closed down a difference, he put his head on Jared Chird, and had it. Hit his chest, and he threw punches. Yeah. Yes, he got fucking sunk by an tr- incredibly good body shot, but by then, you know, he would put in three good rounds. He was he winning was like, the fight.
0: Come on. Yeah. The... And another, there'll be people listening going, yeah, but you know what I mean? He's probably just gone out there for the money. Right, here's the purse split between him and Jarrett Heard, right? Jarrett Heard was paid a million dollars for that fight. Mm-hmm. Jason Wellbone was paid 30 grand.
1: Fuck's sake.
0: It's an opportunity. Yeah. He jumped on it. And I'll tell you something now, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back in America because. At points in that fight, the Yanks were up. They were giving it the big and going, "Fucking hell, who's this guy? He's sticking it on our boy." Yeah. He was going for it. He threw the kitchen sink at it. And you've got to be proud of that particular moment. Absolutely, fair play, Jason. You came to the party, mate. And
1: fair play to the whole team as well. You know, I know Errol in the corner. He's a legend, Errol. You know that that corner team. They're teams that wake up and down the country every weekend. They're, you know, for every Jason Wellborn, they've got thirty journeymen in their stable. You know what I mean? So to see people like that. On the bigger stage as well, getting that opportunity to mm. work the corners, and you know what, come up with a cracking game plan. Fucking put it to him. Yeah, let's yeah. not take a backwards. step. Don't stay at the end of his punches. Get your head on his chest and give it to him. And that's exactly what he did. You know what? If he could whack a little bit harder, if
0: yeah. fucking hell, he you never know. He did you, catch. You keep. never know. If um, if Jared heard fights like that against Jamel Charlo, yeah, but he doesn't. You know, let let's be honest. It, it, yeah, but if he did, if he did, he'd get fucking iced.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Charlo put him a kip. Yeah, absolutely. But obviously, there's a big difference between. Facing Jason Welburn and facing Charlo, yeah. so uh, I, I still think Jarrett is the man. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's the man. He's, well, he's my man now.
0: Man. I don't, you've obviously seen my social media, just knocking about with Jarrett, just chilling. You know yeah. what I mean? Went out for went out for breakfast and waffles. He didn't have any, but you know what I mean. We got stuck in. Nice. Um, he told me that he uh, he fancies a bit of a knot with Kel Brook. Yeah, well, Kel
1: should jump all over that straight away because his meal tickets fucking sailing off into the distance <laughs> with Tubbs. So. Um, be, I don't think he'll be getting 5 million like is going to get 5 million to fight Crawford but uh, Kel Brook needs to just get this war, this gimme this warm up yep. this whatever it is on Saturday night and sure we'll come on to it out of the way um, and then chase that Jarrett chase that Charlo because mm. there's nowhere else for him to go except where he is now which is treading water waiting for Amir Khan mm. if Kel Brook When he wins on Saturday night, if he gets on the mic and starts even talking about Amir Khan in anything but the the fight's gone since,
0: then he's fucking delusional. Well, this is what I was told, right? So last week, I was told that Amir Khan was going to be in attendance. I'm still led to believe that that is the situation. So I'm I'm thinking, I'm in my own headspace going, right, if he's there... In Sheffield, yeah. If he's there in Sheffield, in the ring at the end, announce the fight, fucking... Because the fights are nothing. He's fighting a bloody model for fuck's sake, right? Yeah. So that's the that's the lasting moment. Yep. For example, Edge smashes up Molina. He's shit. Klitschko gets in. The lasting moment's that moment, isn't of it? Right. So let's do that, with Amir Khan. That's what I was led to believe that yep. was going on.
1: Like Wilder and like, uh, like uh, Fiori's last fight. Right. When Wilder got in. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. However, I'm sat at a fight with Terence Crawford at the weekend, aren't I? Mm-hmm. We're having a little bit of a chinwag about various bits that he's up to because I'm led to believe that he's supposed to be fighting Klitschko. Remember that, geezer? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm supposed to. He said no. It's not been officially announced yet. It's on the table, but it's not been officially announced. I said, "All right, right. What what are you thinking?" He's like going, "I'm going to be fighting your guy." And I said, "You what? My guy?" And you're what? thinking Jack Catterall. <laughs> I said, Jack. "Oh, Jack. Jack's coming. To- what? What? What?" <laughs> He's not told me. Um, so he went. This went on for a, a bit, a bit of a guessing game for about thirty seconds to a minute. And I said, "My guy." I said, "Only guys I can think of at welterweight. Brit- I'm, I'm assuming you're referring to a British guy, Amir Khan." And he goes. Your guy, he's and then he looked me straight in the eyes. He goes, "Your guy." So and then afterwards, there were a few American journalists talking about it saying, "Yeah, he's been off I Amir has been offered five million dollars to make that happen mm-hmm. for March, March at Madison Square Gardens. There you go, man. That's where we're at at this moment in time. So Terence Crawford, Amir Khan, and Madison Square Garden in March. Wow. Terence fucking said that he's that's the one that he prefers, and it's all down to Amir now. Whether he accepts five million quid or five million dollars, should I say? i would be very surprised if he turned it down. Mm. very surprised
1: yeah of course well he, because he won't a, turn it down because it's Amir turn World t- Title, and because we, we look at Amir's legacy look at the fights he's taken you know he's fucking given away a lot more in weight and everything else talent wise of course he's short compared to Tub Crawford but this is another fight
0: that oh, I love Amir why Bru- do you keep calling him Tub Crawford by the way is that your own little nickname it's, for him?
1: That's our, that's our nickname.
0: Well, I'm not gonna tell him but uh, but but you know because I thought he was looking quite slick and slender <laughs> at the weekend in his Versace. But Crawford Khan, look at Khan's resume. Like that yeah, makes absolute sense. Yeah, he yeah. fight
1: this is what he does, he has legacy fights, and this is why the fight with Kel Brook will always be there. Mm. It, it's Kel Brook fight is Amir Khan's retirement banker. It will always be there for him whenever he wants. Win, lose, or do. He goes and fights Terence Crawford and gets knocked out in one round people will still want to see him fight Kel Brook because it's about levels. And Khan has the ability, which Brook doesn't have, he has the ability to go over to America on a pay-per-view or yeah. a massive event and fight for these big world titles against these superstars and then be able to come back and go, I can still fight a Bontan Arena yeah. and sell that, fuck it out. Yeah. Whereas Kel Brook can't do that because Kel Brook, apart from the one fight he had, was it Lamont Peterson? Apart from that one fight, he's never really been able to break him out. He's not a household name in Devon Alexander, Devin Alexander. Devin Alexander, sorry. Yeah, yeah. He's never... He's never made an, enough of a name for himself. He's still very much a British domestic type of fighter. And Sean Porter, actually. I'm sure. just thinking yeah, of you.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm um, but Khan broke America. Yeah. Khan's been on pay-per-views in America. He's got a massive fan base. Well, whilst I've whilst brought Sean Porter's name up, right? Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you this. This is brilliant. So I'm at the weigh-in. Yeah. Sean Porter was at the weigh-in, as was um, members of his team and his family. Don't know why they were there. They'd maybe just taking in the fight. So there was loads of British fight fans there, obviously cheering on Tyson and what have you. And there were this... Older couple, they were, I'd say, in the 50s, maybe late 50s, coming up to 60, right? Um, husband and wife. Wife comes up, to she sees me, and she was she walked towards me. And she just started talking randomly about fighters and all this type of stuff. Oh, we've got selfies with this person and selfies with that person. I've just met this. It's great, in it? Look at the atmosphere and all this. And then her husband comes over. He's taking pictures of all sorts of stuff. He's like going, oh, yeah, I've had my picture with this guy. I've had my picture with that guy. And I'm thinking, "Fucking, you know, you've had a right touch here, haven't you? You know what I mean? Being studying in this particular area, getting pictures with everybody. He goes, yeah, I've just met 50 Cent. And I went, have you really? He went, yeah, just met 50 Cent. Saw him over there. And I'm thinking, I've seen everybody come down here, right? And I have not seen, if I'd have seen 50 Cent, I'd have been all over 50 Cent. So I said, "Fucking, show shows the picture, man. Anyway, pulls his picture out. He's had his picture taken with Sean Porter's dad, right? <laughs> 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 I did not have the heart to drop it on him. I just thought, yeah,
1: man! Woohoo! You dropped it! Should have said, post that. Get that on, get your, that on your social your media. Get that on your
0: social media <laughs> and tell them it's 50 cents. Tag 50 in it. Tag him in. <laughs> Sean billions. Porter's dad's got about 25 years on 50 cents. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um... Did you did you see any of the viral stuff regarding Jose Burton putting it on uh, Anthony Yard whilst uh whilst they were out in the states? No, no. So Anthony Yard's fight fell off. The yeah. reason for it is that he had I think he had about three changes of opponent, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the uh, the athletic commission wouldn't um, sanction. The his... guy they eventually found. Yeah, the body it, the yeah. body they eventually warmed up, which was ridiculous. So Anthony Yard went all the way out there with his friends and family and didn't end up having a knock, which is a bit of a shame for him. But Jose Burton, who's obviously Tyson's cousin, was in the area. Now we've. Interviewed Jose on many many occasions, and he wants Anthony Yard big time. Yeah. Wants him, right? So we're at the press. The I think it was the undercard press conference. Anthony's knocking about and what have you. Jose struts on in, doesn't he? We a massive traveler entourage. I'm thinking, here we fucking go. Get your cameras out, boys. Jose comes over and he starts off polite. He's introducing himself to the team, having a little bit of a chinwag with various bits and bats. And he goes, right, when are we getting it on then? And I'm thinking, yes, Oseo. This is what I want Joe to do. Joe Joyce, this, just watch what this kid's doing now, mm-hmm. right? He's chasing the fight. He's making the noise. The fans will then decide whether that fight happens or not. Of course. Fair play, Jose, because he was giving it in big time. Anyway, I laughed about it. Anthony went about his way. Jose went about his way. I then saw Jose at the fight, right, all suited and booted, looking a million dollars. Went over to him. I said, Did you get anywhere?" We Anthony the other day he goes, "The shit house won't look me in the eyes. I'm going to chase him down when I get back to England." <laughs> Brilliant, good lad. That's what you want, though, isn't it? Fucking right. You've got to, you've got to shout it out. Of course. Fair play to you, mate. Um, and another quick notice, by the way, uh, that uh, Jeff Horn, Anthony Mundine. Did you see this fight?
1: Well, I'd seen the results. Ninety-six
0: seconds, Jeff. Ninety-six seconds. Not messing, is he? He's back in business.
1: Big bad Jeff. What I want to know is, wasn't Anthony Mondine a fucking super middleweight at one point? Yeah. So how the fuck is he getting down to wow. fight Jeff on? Doesn't matter. At no. Welterweight? Doesn't
0: matter if he was a skeleton of himself. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff took care of him in 96 seconds. Mm, very interesting. Um, so there you go. Hopefully you enjoyed a little bit of our uh, coverage from, uh, from LA. We are going to move on to New York now, uh, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, me rubbing shoulders with Floyd, Floyd Sr., Triple G in the house, Riddick Bo, Lennox Lewis, Evander. Oh, they're all tight. Yeah. Sending him a text, I'll go and see him over Christmas, no doubt. You just fanboyed the fuck out of it, I didn't fan-boyed. you? Didn't get, didn't get interviews with any of them, you just right. fanboyed the fuck out of it with them all. Just you know a I I interviewed Evander, right? Mm-hmm. I Filmed it and I and I filmed it for our YouTube, so I've done everything. And then I watched it back and I thought He doesn't make any sense whatsoever with any question that I've asked him. (laughs) That makes it even better. (laughs) So So I'm thinking, shall I stick this up? Because he starts talking about rodeos and various things like that. I'm thinking church I'm thinking uh, I can't even tell what he's saying half the time I'm just in awe that I'm sat next to der Olican <laughs> anyway I might edit it and stick it up on our, uh, stick it up on our YouTube uh, we've mentioned that Kelbrook's in action this weekend against Michael uh, Can't supposed to be in attendance don't hold your breath if this no. Terence Crawford thing and this rumour isn't true um, but hopefully they, 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 well we'll see we'll see on Saturday night on the undercard John O'Carroll's taking on Guilherme uh, Frenouar good fight it's an eliminator for Tevin uh, Farmer I like the best beard in boxing, John O'Carroll. Hopefully he can come through that and uh, get on the mic and rock it and set himself up a, a world title effort. Mini,
1: mini Linus, or whatever his name is, that's, King Leonidas. That's it. The, uh,
0: the best fight on the card, though, by, by stretch oh, is yeah. uh, Josh Kelly uh, taking on David Avanetian. There's, yeah. no, there's nothing on it. There's no title. There's nothing of that. But Aventian, is a is WBA it? world champion. legit. Go. There you go. Absolutely legit. We're going to find out what Josh Kelly's all about on Saturday night. That Absolutely. is the fight of the night, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I spoke to
1: Aventian's team. Uh, just last week as well and uh you've been cheating you've
0: been cheating on our lad
1: <laughs> no no i just wanted to see where where his head was at and stuff like that and um you know they said he's far from done you know he's he sees this as a mm-hmm. opportunity to to capitalize, obviously he lost a, uh, I think he got stopped in six in his last fight, and then fight before that, or two before that, he lost to uh, he lost his world title to Lamont Peterson, but of course he did beat Shane Mosley uh, to become world champion. So they fancy this; they think Josh Kelly's bitten off a little bit more than he can chew this early, and they feel a little bit peeved yeah. that they think that. Uh, that their guy's going to be used as a stepping stone for Josh Kelly. But but he will be. Yeah, I, th- I believe so as well. Yeah, I think Josh Kelly, as we say, is absolute mm. mustard. But this is the one, isn't it? This is the step up. So um, I haven't got an opponent yet for Anthony Fowler.
0: There isn't one. But What, you
1: thinking of well, stepping up? There <laughs> is. No one on social media. He was like, this is a good step up opponent. But uh, I texted him this morning. I haven't heard back yet. But uh, I do know that. Zerafara had been confirmed for Fowler. So that tells you everything about the main event. Yeah. Fowler was supposed to be fighting Michael Zerafara for the Commonwealth title on this bill. Hmm. But they decided to make Zerafara the main event against Kelbrook. So, unfortunately, yeah. that should tell you everything you need to know about the quality That's, of this, this, this main it,
0: card. The, the main fight, as we just said, Josh Kelly against Vencia, that is the That's main the fight. One. Then go to sleep for a bit, get up and watch this, right? Because in the early hours of Sunday morning, it's, it's sock time. It's not more sock time. By the way, did you see that Mo uh, sent us a message? Have you seen that? No, no. Fucking, I forgot to mention it, didn't I? So he DM'd us, Mo. He goes, lads, are you going to do this interview anytime soon or what? Right? So he's obviously been listening to the show. Of course. So I sent him a message back saying, mate, we're in LA. Let's get it on. Because I wanted to surprise you. We love a little bit of more time, right? So me come back pregnant or something. So I sent him a message back. He didn't get back to me. Then... I see him having pictures taken with Terence Crawford at the fight. So Mo was at the fight, and I missed him. Oh no! So I DM'd him, and he's not DM'd us back. The fucking goon. Oh Mo! Mo, What you doing, lad? Come on! I could have been pregnant by now, Mo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Get it on, son. Could have come back with a big pot of Mo Super Spunk. (laughs) Maybe we could have raffled that for Christmas. We could (laughs) have given away to one of the fight disciples a little jar of Mo Super Spunk for Christmas. Raffled it off. Fucking hell! Ah, I'm devastated, Mo. Let me know if you're going to be in New York in two weeks' time. Here he is. Here he know. is. We'll catch up.
0: There you go. Um, but well, New York this week—that's where the eyes are, mate, because yes. Lomachenko's back in action. Oh, it is a lightweight sweet unification. Sweet baby Jesus against the uh, greatness. Jose Pedraza. Now listen, greatness. Pedraza's good, hmm? but Lomachenko's from a different planet. Yeah. Levels. We've seen Pedraza obviously fight on several occasions against some of the very, very best. He's done very well. When he came up against Javonta Davis, he was dismantled. I am expecting a dismantling this weekend. Even though Pedraza's bigger, longer, great jab on him, I'm expecting an absolute masterclass from Lomo. Just speaking to him recently, obviously as we have done, yeah. There's a fire in his belly, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And I reckon he's putting on a show this weekend, mate, to become the unified uh, champion here at that week. Yeah, and I think last week
1: as well. I know ultimately it was it had it, it's you know it's had a it's had a real painful ending but uh, Kvozdik
0: they're all mates uh, them and Usyk in and all them Usyk boys,
1: Lomachenko it's like the three of them are competing with each other now to have fucking incredible years and obviously Usyk is, is, is mostly He's the chick pick a fight of the year for 2018 but uh, Lomachenko will not want to go out with anything less than a spectacular performance so Listen we we fucking get excited about this guy every every other week. any opportunity obviously Lomachenko if you are a boxing fan or maybe you're new to the show or maybe you're new to boxing whatever just tune in to this on Saturday night Is it, it's on uh, it's on Box Nation Yeah it's on
0: Box Nation Yeah
1: Vassal Lomachenko takes on Jose Perez in the unification fight for the WBA and WBO world lightweight titles Vassil Lomachenko is the greatest boxer of this generation. He could potentially be the greatest boxer of every generation. He's got fucking everything. Absolutely everything. If you want to see poetry in motion, Mm. if you want to see warm chocolate milkshake, In action, warm chocolate milk milk cheese. That's That's messed up. Hot chocolate, hot chocolate, (laughs) right? With with little marshmallows floating in the top. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see fucking silk sheets on a bed, if you want to see fucking (laughs) Valentina Shevchenko wrapped up in a basket, perfection itself, it is. This is the closest you can possibly get. All the old stories that your granddad used to say, that old hacks you'd say about fucking sugar rays, sugar rays, and all that. This is our guy. Yeah. Lomachenko is this generation's absolute technician, master. And know what? He fucking lost his second fight. That should tell you everything about fight sport. It doesn't matter how you lose. What matters is how you come back Mm. and the body of work you put together.
0: If you wanna listen, if you wanna see I know that Nick's going OTT here. If you want to actually physically see him wank Tune off Tune in, stroke Lomachenko, one out, and have the well, time no, of your no, life. No, 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 Go to our YouTube channel now, right? You'll see it. One professional fanboy interview and one guy just wanking off the other fella, right? There's two Lomachenko interviews on there, isn't there? Loma, I haven't seen you since 2008. <laughs> How are you, buddy? The European Championships in Liverpool. What are you doing? You're looking well. Uh, go on our YouTube channel. They're on there. Yeah. Uh, Lomachenko with the Fight Disciples. Go on a little bit. On, on that
1: point ones. as well, there's also a cracking interview with Isaac Dogbay, who also defends his world title, WBO, Super Bantamweight world title, in co mm. on that card on Saturday night. There's a decent interview with, with him on there on our YouTube channel. I say decent because Adam did it. You know what Adam's <laughs> like.
0: The lighting's all wrong. The sound's terrible. But it is what it Neho. Listen, on that fight, you know what I think of Isaac. I think he's top class. He's up against it this weekend. Yes. Navarrete can whack Absolutely. He's can. got to be razor okay. sharp. Now, when we saw, obviously, uh, Dogby win his world title, he was down early. He was on the uh, on the deck in the first round. He came back and put on a wonderful performance, ended up getting the stoppage, obviously, to become the WBO champion. This is his second defence. His first defence ended fast. He sorted it quick. Yeah. This could be a gun show, because Navaretti can really, really punch. He can punch 22
1: knockouts and 25 wins, and he's got one loss on his record, but when you investigate it, it was very early on in his career, and weirdly, the guy beat him, but the guy refused to weigh in. Mm. So they had no idea what the guy actually weighed, who he lost to. It was only like a four-rounder, don't get me wrong, but basically, for all I intents and purposes... I do that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not telling you my weight. I'm, I'm not weighing in. Let's just have it.
0: it. Let's get... Let's just have a um, go.
1: So... For all intents and purposes, the guy's fucking undefeated mm. anyway, but listen, Isaac's riding the crest of a wave yeah, right now.
0: so And he's a top kid, and he's one of us. Exactly, he's one of the lads. Um, also on this undercard, just quickly, if you do have time to watch more than just those two fights in the early hours of the morning... Oh, Tiafimo Lopez! Tiafimo Lopez is on there. My tip, my hot prospect for next year, uh, international-wise, he's on the undercard here. I think he's 10 and uh, 10 and ten oh at this moment yep. in time. He's legit. Check mm. him out, he's brilliant. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there is another card, I don't know if he's on British UK uh, TV... It is on HBO. We've seen it advertised quite a lot whilst I was out in the States. Uh, Cecilia Brackhouse and Clarissa Shields are on the same card. Uh, they've One's obviously the undisputed welterweight women's champion. One's the unified lightweight women's champion. Uh, they're on the same card. Um... That's all I can tell you. I don't know if it's on UK TV, but it, it looks quite attractive to so Go and have a little bit of an Aussie because these girls can do bits in the ring.
1: Yeah, just to well, brings us back to the old three, a two two-minute round or three-minute round debate with women's boxing, but hopefully this is what's edging us closer to a massive fight between these two. Obviously, Shields is a, is a little bit heavier than Brackhouse, but I'm sure they can kind of Meet in the middle. I fell out with Clarissa Shields at the weekend, by the way. Why? Because sc- she was basically like, anyone that doesn't. Oh,
0: scoring that fight? That uh,
1: fucking Deontay Wilder won that fight. And I'm just like, I just messaged her and was like, champ. Just, just stick to fighting. You're wrong. Like, you are wrong. You're crazy. Crazy girl.
0: Thank you very much for listening to us. Sorry for the slight delay. Hopefully, you're still enjoying it, though. Lots uh, to talk about from a phenomenal weekend. Uh, quick question as well, quick you human answer,
1: sorry. Someone had messaged us to say uh, about boxing gloves, which ones are for punches and which ones aren't, that kind of thing. Right now, the biggest... Puncher's Gloves seems to be these Everlasts that everyone's raving about. Traditionally, it would be Grant Gloves. Puncher's always wore Grant's uh, as much as anything else. They've got wicked wrist protection on Grant Gloves. But uh, these brand-new Everlasts, Grant's their Puncher's Gloves. They're Clito Cleto They're more like fast hands, high-combination punches. Um, Good protection as well. You see a lot of Mexican fighters wearing Ray's Gloves. Um, And stuff like Reebok should just go in the boon.
0: Happy? Happy. there you go uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes please do so tell you what
1: a good rival gloves oh, do you
0: want me to finish this show I wore some what?
1: rival gloves of the week. and was it in a bag fuck me Father Christmas on my on list I'd like a pair of rival gloves just expensive
0: Loma to... wears rival gloves as well so, so, somebody's after a sponsorship deal rival good gloves <laughs> can I finish this Love show I, can I finish it yeah go on All right, go on Hollywood whenever you're ready <laughs> thank you very much for listening to us you can get us on iTunes you know that by now FightDisciples.com for all Android feeds, at Fight Disciples Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and you can also uh, get us on YouTube. Just a quick one as well regarding our actual sponsor, seeing mm-hmm. as that you're tapping it, trying to tap into more. Uh, as you know, we have teamed up with the lovely William Hill. Once again, they will not be beaten on round betting this weekend. Give me a prediction for Vasil Lomachenko. Lomachenko, stoppage between 6, 7 and 8. Do you reckon? Yes, Yes. I'm not gonna interrupt that because I, I thought six. So I'll I'll leave that. Six,
1: seven, or eight for Lomachenko. Kel Brook again, inside five rounds. I'd like to see Kel Brook make a statement. Okay. So if you're gonna put if you're gonna have a get, get stuck
0: into round betting, by the way. Sorry, Kel in five. Yeah. Roman in seven, is my bets. There's your bets. Get on William Hill because they will not be beaten on in-round betting. Just a quick one on that, by the way. I saw someone message William Hill uh, over the weekend regarding in-round betting, and I think they are a fight disciple. <laughs> Maybe you didn't fully understand, <laughs> understand this. They've messaged William Hill saying, how on God's green earth can you believe that Deontay Wilder has won rounds ele- uh, three, four, five, six, and seven? Obviously Tyson Fury won those rounds. Why are you not paying out? They've messaged them back saying, no, they've got to win the fight in that round. <laughs> no, that's not what it means. Yes, it does. That's what it is. That's what it means. The fight has got to end in that round and it's got to be the victor that you have bet on in order to get it. Not that they have actually won the round Someone 10-9. I thought he was quids in the Yeah, he? he's got a am 40 to 1 on a 10-9. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how it works. Go and see William Milford in round betting. Thank you very much. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for
1: listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.